Oh. Good evening, November Foxtrot. How are you doing? How are you doing, Andy? I'm doing all right. I just need to shrink the screen so I can see what people hey. are saying. Here he is. How do? All right. Never. Sorry, I'm late. I didn't think I was late, actually. My laptop was one minute past, but yes, I am. Oh, look, they're coming up one minute. How <laughs> oh, do? Is anyone watching? Yep, Rage is oh, here. Yeah, just because you have... Are. Just because you have the lurkies does not excuse lateness. Evening, gentlemen, and typhoid Mike. <laughs> typhoid Mike. Mike. How's y'all? Hi, Danny. <laughs> oi, oi, lads. Super spread us. Oh, man. COVID, COVID is not much fun. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Go on, I, um, I wasn't, I wasn't like, <laughs> suggesting that, you know, COVID's, COVID's a good thing. But one of the symptoms of COVID, it turns out, is that you shit a lot. Yeah, diarrhea. Diarrhea is a problem with COVID, but on the upside, you can't smell it, so that's fine. Yeah. Or taste it. So uh, suddenly oh, gone off my hand. <laughs> Put that over there for later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So diarrhea. Kenny, it's taking a lot to put me off of food. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh, how are we doing? Yeah, all right. Mm. Yeah, annoyed with uh, TVR. I'm going to get this out of the way. Don't want them. Oh. Angry, 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 angry. Ordered Saint back in June. Didn't said it got posted. Didn't get. Didn't get anything for a month. Tried messaging them on emails, Instagram, Facebook, a secondary email, nothing. Opened a PayPal inquiry. Quite PayPal can't get hold of them. So yeah, fuck them. Sorry. <laughs> A completely unbiased yes. opinion there. <laughs> no, don't use them. Don't give them any of your money. Don't waste it. Because you'll only get it back, but you're just basically giving them a bit of interest. Right, that's it. Huh. Hi, everyone. How is it? Who was, who was, um, Andy, who was that company again? Sorry? Uh, the company is... Um, let me bring up the photo again, because I've forgotten yeah. who exactly they are. TRV. TRV. And that's literally yeah, all they're TRV. called TRV, not TRV Airsoft or anything like that. No, T TRV Tailoring. TRV Tailoring. Yeah. I've oh, and what were they supposed belts. to be doing for you? Um, they do a um, uh, a fat man harness basically that goes into the shooter's belt to right. stop your trousers and your belt from falling down. But it's like a slimline one, so you can wear it underneath your plate carrier. Oh, okay. Because I have no hips or bum, I'm just a a, a, a round shape down there everything just slips off even my trousers so i just wanted something to hold up so i could just run Nothing around with that. yeah run around the field frolicking love um, a frolic in the field with you i don't love believe in the uh in the round andy theory I, i'm a very flat andy theory just just saying i'm a flat andy believer a flat andy believer <laughs> you were uh, conspiracy you, you haven't seen flat my andy. boobs recently oh. of the flandy oh god pencil <laughs> the flandy <laughs> And that was how Andy got his new nickname. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, that's it. Hang on. I'm going to change it. <laughs> uh, James C says, TRV, don't you mean FRV? TRV. Who did I say? Do I keep saying TRV? Yeah, FRV. FRV. Not to Is be confused. Not to be confused. Is that why I haven't got back to you then? Because you've been raising tickets <laughs> no, to get TRV. <laughs> FRV. There you go. Them. Those little dudes there. Thanks, James. James. Yes. Welcome along. Welcome along. Those thermostatic radiator oh, valves that? are getting really annoyed by Andy's messages. <laughs> yeah. Tiny bit more beer than last week. Yes, Tom. Yeah, it's coming back, mate. It's on, it's on route. Thanks. 
Andy, uh, Mike's is there. It's just got a very bright light on him, so you can't see the shadow. Yeah. What's that, Mike? It's coming back. Slowly. It's like a weird little bit of bum fluff at the moment. It's just a reset, mate. We've just done a re hard reset. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Turn Hi, the power off, back just on some, some, of us, some of us wasn't by choice. <laughs> no. Some of Hi, us everyone that's that. just joined. This is, not, this is not a personal grooming podcast, but uh, there's a few new names. Kane Lister, Matthew McCarthy. Welcome, welcome. Ooh, is that... Uh, Kane, Mike, is that have you had COVID? Arms? Missed the very start of the stream. I have had COVID. It's not very pleasant. Um, is that the bloke hey. I'm speaking to? Maybe. On Messenger. Um, so it turns out, him. what's worse than having COVID? Having COVID when your wife has COVID and your one-year-old has COVID. Oh, all three of them. I probably gave COVID to them. Which, to be fair, I didn't know I had COVID by the time that I tested positive for COVID. Oh, um, you're, a bit, well, you're well loved, aren't you, at the moment? Yeah. <laughs> so that went well. Hi, Defiant. Uh, uh, Kane's the guy from OnlyFans, Andy. Yes. Yep, definitely. Sweet. Yep. We know. Me and Kane know. Welcome <laughs> yeah. along, Kane. Glad you latest, uh, The latest episode was the, uh, was the bleaching session, I think. I <laughs> yeah. No, that's not allowed. That and peeing is not allowed on oh. OnlyFans. Yeah. I've had, lo I've had lots dirty. of videos deleted. <laughs> dirty. <laughs> yeah. Dirty boy. Dirty boy. Yeah. Rub your nose in it. Very dirty. Um, so just the other thing I wanted to mention is obviously the raffle is now live. I uh, appreciate that it's sort of payday coming up. Um, so if anyone is interested in entering, we have had yes. two entrants, one of which was me testing the system, uh, and the other one um, is currently going to win all of the prizes. So Yeah, well done. And there's a lot Hopefully of prizes. Hopefully nobody else enters then, and it's yeah. a nice easy giveaway. But then we don't raise <laughs> yeah. much money for charity. So, so no, don't do that. Everyone enters. No. So do you want to so just if run anyone, some of our new listeners? Yeah, so if anyone's interested, we have our Competition 100, which is our 100th episode charity raffle. Uh, the way that you enter this is that you uh, basically give a donation to the Royal British Legion Industries. Um, donations are basically then equated to a raffle ticket. So a £5 donation equates to us giving you one raffle ticket. £10 is two raffle tickets and so on, up to £20 or more, which gives you a maximum of four raffle tickets, but then we're going to give you a little extra one as well. So yeah. there are five raffle tickets as a maximum that you can be given. Uh, that's to avoid basically being pay to win because that annoys me in raffles and things like that. You know, Whilst I agree that it's nice people raise money, if you want to give £100 to the RBLI, it'll be greatly appreciated, but we won't be giving you uh, more raffle tickets because we want to make it fair and equal to everyone. It's a ceiling of five tickets, regardless exactly. of them. Um, yeah. So 20 yeah. quid gets you five tickets, basically. Any more than that still gets you five tickets. Yeah. Uh, once you've done that, you then need to head over to our website, yeah. uh, which is novemberfoxtrot.co.uk forward slash comp100, uh, where you need to register your donation with us. Uh, that allows us to basically avoid any anti-competition laws and gambling laws and all of that jazz and the legal stuff. Um, by <laughs> registering that with us, um, we then can basically match that against the donation on the website. Uh, and then we'll allocate you a raffle tickets and you'll be entered at the 100th episode, which yeah. is... 26th-ish of October. It'll be around that week. We may have to move it to a Saturday um, because we've got so big we plans. we can get pissed up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically, we've got a lot of stuff that we want to do um, and we've got some little <laughs> secrets and surprises and stuff which might not be possible on a Wednesday. So uh, It's going to be a long yeah. old episode. We've <laughs> <laughs> we got some cracking prizes as well, haven't we? We've, we've got, got some awesome prizes. So again, they're all on the website. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, I will bring weapons. that up if I can. Get out the board. Shoot 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 sh
after the weekend. Uh, yep, Ryan, you can. Uh, Ryan says, can I enter even though I can't make the 100th episode? Yep, so the uh, raffle will basically be allocated on... Um, we'll, we'll pull numbers out of the hat and then it'll be the name on the back of the raffle ticket that wins. And um, we obviously, because of the... Have we decided um, on the hat yet? We haven't decided I on the hat yet. Because of the be registration one. process... Stop, stop interrupting me. Because of the <laughs> registration process, um, we can then give it to you, give you your prizes afterwards. Um, so, yeah. By means enter. Even if you can't watch live, um, you can obviously still win the prizes. Uh, it's all raising money to the RBLI, basically. Mm. So. Yes. What? Adam Latchford, last time I did something to do with the RBLI, I got groped by a 90-year-old woman. Will that happen for this? If you want, mate, we can make that a prize. Yeah. I don't know a 90-year-old woman, but we can find one for you. I can dress up oh, as one, if, if that's good enough. Yeah, yeah, I'm, a, I'm down for that. Um, Absolutely. I'll, I'm happy to go. If it gets anyone. a bit of money. Yeah. I don't think the RBLI be uh, associated with that. But, that's our know. weird OnlyFans thing. <laughs> yeah, the RBLI has nothing to do with our competition at this point. <laughs> no. <yeah. laughs> um, but I will give uh, a hug to the winner as well. Like a oh, proper Andrew, Andy Bob hug. A Flandy. Flandy hug. A Flandy hug. A Flandy handy. That's what he's going to give you. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Andy Flandy, everybody. No, because then you can't, you can't charge for that. They're not that good. You can charge. <laughs> um, Defiant events. I was going to enter, but I thought it was unfair in case I do win. Not a problem if you want to enter. Um, we'll, Defiant we'll events let, are very we'll kindly. You go to your own event. Yeah, Defiant events are very kindly um, donated two uh, tickets to their next event um, yeah. as part of the prizes. So I'll just run through the prizes. Actually, we've got uh, a Vortex Spitfire AR Red Dot, uh, which is second hand, but it's an amazing condition. So that's thanks to one of our audience. Uh, two tickets to Defiant's next event. A pair of Step 1s uh, specifically ordered for yourself. They're brand new. They are not second-hand in any way. They are not. Um, <laughs> no, they're not. They are brand new. Um, we've got a TM High Kappa Gold match, fully upgraded by Empire Airsoft with top spec buckings and some other goodies as well. So that's thanks to Empire Airsoft. And we are currently in chats with a few other companies uh, for some other prizes too. So if you know anybody that might fancy chucking in some competition prizes as well give us a shout we'll reach oh, we out do, to uh, them. sorry mike we've got a, uh, mm. a patrol pack donated by crawley surplus as well ah yeah, cool i haven't added yeah, that to the website yet yes get on there mate uh that's courtesy of dan at crawley surplus or surplus store uk so and then uh, we've got we need to go over and see him actually something for a long time and then we've got the build your own plate carrier ah we yeah. also have the other competition yes build your um own plate carrier. So if you you know if you if you can't spare any money for the RBLI, that's absolutely fine. That's not a problem. However, we do have another competition that you can I might enter, actually go which organic your... with mine. Build your own <laughs> Shoulder strap. carrier. Shoulder strap there, isn't it? banana skin. Yeah, <laughs> so the idea is, is that you basically need to construct a plate carrier out of something that's not just a plate carrier. So I don't want to see anybody that's like, I've just got a plate carrier on. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. um, I want it, you know, creative. We want creativity. We want. We want all sorts of fancy and weird and wonderful materials. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the more spaghetti, the more... spaghetti and resin is going to get my vote. If anyone can do a spaghetti and resin, full well, my plate, what the one I make is going to have the contents to create a, a, a spaghetti bolognese for four people. Nice. That's, that's my, <laughs> I'm building a plate carrier around a, a meal. But yeah, there, there are rules on the, have we put rules up on the website yet for that? Or is it only on the Facebook group? Uh, I haven't. No, I haven't added that because I then I put everything else on the website and then died for a week. So, uh, <laughs> That's no excuse. Get, all, all that free time you've had. 
Um, Adam Latchford said, worth mentioning the Vortec Optics, Optics lifetime warranty is attached to the item, not the initial purchaser. Exactly. Um, yes, so good man. Well remembered, sir. It's very, very pristine. It's, it's in great pristine condition anyway, um, but obviously you get that Vortex Optics lifetime warranty. Also covered um, if you spray paint it. It is. It is. So if you cock it up... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hachi! Um, evening, sir. Hachi. Hachi, Hachi, Hachi. Um, Kane says, step on the banging. Yeah. Um, Adam, Adam says, make a replica cry carrier <laughs> oh, yeah, out of so frozen tears. I'd love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I chuckle at that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so to enter to enter that competition, uh, it's just a case of purely sending us a photo of you in your plate carrier with a little bit of description as well, if you can, just to sort of explain the origins, how yeah. you made and it, and the message why. behind it as well. Yeah. What's the um, message behind your plate carrier? So maybe you've done it as a public art exhibition that you want to you want to really kind of reinforce. Um, some sort of message, but uh, you can send it to us on our email at nofochatterhotmail.com. Instagram is at November underscore foxtrot underscore nofo or our website at novemberfoxtrot.co.uk. You can also contact us on our own Instagrams at nine by airsoft, at callsign underscore quartermaster, and at the underscore punished underscore one underscore. Um, now, one other thing I wanted to mention um, we are, so I've done a little bit of stats this week oh, yeah. and in july, vital statistics. Score, like vital statistics. in july in july most of our audience came from america so i wanted to give a big special shout out to my canadian brethren um yeah. i i am actually uh, uh, half american i have sense. an american passport canadian, all of our uh, audience come from america i want to give a shout out to our canadian brethren <laughs> uh, american american it's because i was reading i was reading the thing it says world us canada and i was clicking the wrong button got a lot of family in america <laughs> or, or canada wherever yeah. they are <laughs> It's over that way. It's fine. Oh, that's embarrassing. I'm really sorry. And that there goes our American audience. Um, yeah. But we had a lot How of people downloading. We had a lot of people downloading from Washington, Colorado, Illinois, Ohio, and New York in the last month. So thank you to you people. Um, thank you, Americans. And the Australians. And, and, and Canadians. Canadians. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Maybe you're Maybe a Canadian living in America. Who knows? Although, although the the, re- the weird one download in the Ukraine oh, yeah. after they got <laughs> thanks, James. Winning. Uh, we just need to add as well that our podcast shouldn't be used in real life situations for the people that downloaded it in Ukraine. Oh yes, yeah. we've had a couple of Ukrainian Ukrainian downloads as well. In the, uh, which, is, which is why Russia's doing so bad. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, we're their training video. The yeah. Yeah. Oh, Christ, could you imagine it? Yeah. But for four seconds in, uh, nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would be the theme tune music and then welcome. <laughs> yeah. Hi, silly. Silly, gilly. Hello, uh, James says, I just sent over £20, but it didn't give an option at the time to enter my name at Bloody Technology. So it turns out you can because i had this exact same problem you can actually go in and edit your donation um so if you've got the uh tracking number of your donation so your donation number and the email that you've donated with you can actually uh, go on to just giving um i i found it by googling it I, i'll see if i can find the specific link but you can actually find a donation and you can change that to be a not anonymous donation anymore so if you've accidentally clicked anonymous um you can go back in and change that at a later date so, uh, unfortunately, so it's imperative that people don't click anonymous. And yes, don't click anonymous, anonymous yeah. donations because if it is anonymous, I can't match it up with your um, Steve, donation, you basically. Yes, um, it was very popular in Ukraine before the war. But hopefully it is again afterwards, mate. Yeah. Once Ukraine and their pals yeah. kick some ass. Yeah. 
I'm sure there's going to be more pressing matters to uh, deal with other than opening up airsoft sites again, but you know what I mean? <laughs> it's the thought. It's the thought. There'll be lots of Russian kick knocking around. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, Andy, really? Ah, fuck them. <laughs> fuck Russia. <laughs> Thanks to our Russian audience. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah well, greatly appreciated as well. Yeah, uh, our undisclosed downloads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You wait there. Get anonymous. <laughs> yeah. Anonymous to come up on the screen now. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> I'd, sorry, Adam. I, I do like Adam's just said. There's a 48 month Wilson going on over there at the moment. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, cool. I don't know if my burger right. could sustain the amount of Russians. It's not funny. People are people are genuinely not in a good position over there at the moment. We need to, we no, need no, to be supported. She makes lovely cakes, Ed. I'll give her that. I can't blame your mother for it, though, Ed. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, She's in a bakery right. and bakery what and we somewhere. To be talking about? Any other any <laughs> other news? Um. Oh. I bought a hammock yeah, liner. Oh. What an under blanket. I, yeah, I'm well up for it now. That's it. That's all I'm going to sleep in. Oh, I'm just <laughs> behind it. It's common. Yeah. I did get a new webbing set, a belt kit, but I, I haven't got it here. It's over there. I can't be asked to go get it. Cool. So, thank you for doing show and tell. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can go get it if you want. It's literally there. Yeah, go on, go grab it. Go grab it and we can we can flash it up on the video. And he can talk about his uh, hammock under quilt at the same time. Well, I, I, I bought it and it just hasn't turned up yet. Now, which one do you go for? Uh, I went for the green one. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember. Like I know it well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's a proper hammock one. It's got like clips that sit onto the side. Um, I just hope it's big enough for my hammock, because Lance made me get a two-person one. Because ah. I, I think he was going to join me, but he didn't in the end, which was very upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll be right. I mean, if it's just if it's just you in there. Should be fun. Yeah, it should be alright. Um, Warehouse Rat, any helpful hints on how to string up a hammock in the bedroom? Yes. Get yourself... Oh, God some, damn it, my camera's gone again. Um, fix oh. from Screwfix. You can buy them two for £5. Um, drill a 10mm hole, put your big raw plug in, screw it into the wall. Just make sure that it's a, a load-bearing wall. Job's done. Because I've got two downstairs. <laughs> nice. Do you have furniture in your house or you've just got hammocks? So Lars has gone uh, completely. To be honest, at this rate, it might just be hammocks. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm way too out of it for yeah. this week's. <laughs> Although, uh, we just got the, the Sky Glass while we're waiting for Lance. You know, the Sky oh, yeah. Glass TV. That's oh, a cracking mm-hmm. bit of kit, that is. Yeah, we went for the biggest one that they did. Shouldn't have done that. It's big. <laughs> it's, it's twice the size of our wall. <laughs> nice. So that's got all the, that's like the, the sort of all built in. Yeah, yeah it's, in it. yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, no boxes or anything. Sit there and watch YouTube. Cool. Us on high on high definition on a sixty four inch screen. That would be quite bit, terrifying. It's like, oh. There's no reason for that to happen. I don't know what it does. <laughs> Hello, mate. You alright? Hiya. <laughs> so yeah, this is my new this is my new nice light rig, disciple yoke with a cobra buckle and ting. Nice thin 
pre-run uh, belt kit, yeah. It's the buckle I love, man. I love this. So I've got a uh, belt kit up for sale, in case anyone is interested. It's got no pouches, but it's like the, the actual one. Um, that is... That's, that's, oh, I love those sorts of buckles. Oh, mate. Oh. Oh. So, yeah, that's my purchase. <laughs> that's my purchase. Bit of molly on the back there, okay, just in case. Not that I'll ever need it. I'll keep that empty, but it's... um. Yeah, it's a nice little, uh, nice little rig, nice little harness. So it's got a, a new project for me to build. I'm excited. Uh, Silly Gilly says, Lance, can you show that rig again? Oh, I've just thrown it back across the room. <laughs> oh, <you should> <laughs> uh, Ed, you fortunately, because we're on YouTube, you can wind it back or, or Facebook. You can wind the video back if you'd like. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know I'll, I'll put it on. I'll put it on. Okay. Make it bigger, just so, just so Silly can uh, have a little look. Ryan says you need to get the JJ's Gen 4 webbing for Kenya Lance. We'll have to we'll have, you, we'll have to give you a play when I get it. Yeah, oh yes, JJ's. please, mate. Oh, I Bit do of JJ's, like JJ's gear. My budget won't stretch to JJ's though. Unless I nick uh, yours when we meet up. James C prefer the plastic cobra buckle as the metal ones are a secondary frag risk. Yeah, I've got a Nexus, I've got oh. a few spare Nexus ones, but I, I think um uh, a, uh, this has not been adjusted at all for me yet, but I like it because it's got wide shoulders. I like that. So um, those gains. Yeah, yeah. No, I've got. I know I've got wide shoulders. I mean these pads. <laughs> it's got wide shoulders, small belly. I Good have to, to admit, Lance, that photo that was definitely saved for the older uh, lonely nights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's getting. I'm, I'm getting there, chaps. I must admit, I didn't expect me to have the results that I've had. So far, but yeah, thirty-five pound down now. Thirty-five pound down. Man. So cool. Looks snazzy. There you go, Ed. I like it with the white That's shirt. It. Very PMC. Looks nice, doesn't it? Hi. <laughs> right. Slide out of this. Yeah. Should we jump on into the main topic of tonight's oh, episode? Played the music. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually we did actually find some. I can't remember which one it was called now. I think it was this one. I'm here to fix the sink. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Um, tonight's episode, we're doing stag duty. Um, so we're obviously talking about the amazing <laughs> tasking that is stag. Um, so first off, what is it? Why is it important? And do you always need it? Sounds like so, a porno. Who wants to jump in on that one? Uh, I will say yes, because getting killed in your sleep is shit is shit <laughs> and really really <laughs> kind of kicking your nuts <laughs> there's a shit thing to happen yeah stag so yeah. standing guard abbreviated to stag that's where stag comes from standing guard so yeah um standing at garden harbour area your fob you'll always have a, a section on stag duty uh, on a rotation whether that's in sangers whether that's in um, built up fire positions that you've put in the wood uh, around your harbour area um, or you'll have your section or have their own designated arc to cover if you're out in the harbour area, out in the wilderness sort of thing. And then they'll have their own sort of stag rotation within their section, I'm guessing. Um, but yeah, it's vitally important because um, yeah, you can just get enemy walk up on you. It's handy for your patrols coming back in so that they know they've got a base reference. They can you know, make, make, get contact with you. Uh, there's always going to be someone there um, in case uh, the... SHTF situation does happen. Why isn't that working? Oh my god. But yeah, 
it's a very handy um oh go away laptop honestly is that is that a Norton antivirus or McAfee? No, it's my laptop telling me that Nofo are now live. So yeah, nice one, mate. It's only twenty five minutes behind. Right, I need a new one. So, I would argue that stag duty is always not not always important uh, on the basis of it depends on the event. No, it depends on the event you're at. So if you are in a designated safe zone for your uh, sort of harbour area, say for example. Um, one, I would argue, potentially that's not a proper milsim. Um, but, you know, it, it, you can go to events where you have a designated safe zone. You're not going to be bumped in the night. You know, you don't <clears> need to be um, guarding. It, it, it's guarding for the sake of guarding at that point. You, you know, no one's going to be coming to attack you. It, it's just a pointless role. Um, I think for any other event where there's a risk that um, the opposing force can come into your camp, um, that's when you need it. So I would say it is important from that perspective, um, but there are there will probably be occasional situations where you don't need to have it. Yeah. Yes, I agree. But then, but then, if you don't need a stag, are you doing a milsim? Yeah, exactly. I would have said I would have said no. You were basically doing a, a skirmish. Yeah. Or I mean, I've been to some battle sims film where sim. you don't have yeah, a stag. Film or film or battle sim where yeah. it kind of mm. stops at a certain time, but then everyone eat right. For... Well, stag stag can be during the day as well. It's not obviously not just a night time. Yeah, thing. I mean, yeah, if you've got a fixed, if you've got like a fixed PB or an FOB or whatever, then you're gonna have you've got to have a, a guard duty on a stag rotation. There's got to be one in place because you can't just leave it unoccupied. It's just part of the event. You, your your <laughs> harbour area or your FOB has got to have a section there at least. Not only is your command centre there, but who will, who have got more things on their heads rather than standing in a sanger or or ah tell whoever you mean. Um, so you've got, to, you've got to have a section. You've got to have a stag. It, 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 it can be event dependent, but I don't know, really. Unless you're unless you're just going back to a safe zone that the opposing force can't attack or gain any intel from, then no, I'd say you wouldn't need a stag, but then that wouldn't really be a battle sim or a, or a uh, mill sim, really. I don't know what no. that would be. But then again, skirmish the weekend, day, like Andy said, I suppose. Yeah, but then again, the weekend that we did, Lance, we... Hardly put a stag up when we true. When we went yeah, but trials. then that depends. That, that was a very small scale event, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. we were our we were our stag team. Do you know what I mean? You know, it, it was like you couldn't. I'm surprised that you didn't have one person at least on like a a patrol at night. Uh, well, just, to just be like fair, locally. I mean, we were going from from the event off until three, two, three in the morning. Three, three. And then we got hit. I mean, literally, we were all on our knees by then. I mean, it's shame on me, really. I should have, I should have stayed up a bit, or or someone should have stayed up. But we were just fucking dead, absolutely dead. Um, And then we got hit at like five, quarter to five. So it was only like an hour and forty minutes after we. And I literally remember falling asleep, which is how tired I was. I remember just like, like, getting behind my little dugout and just like, oh, you know, I wasn't even inside my bag. I was just. uh, Then I woke up with them. Just like a shh, you're dead, and that was it. it. Was quite cool. It was all very just like not like yeah. oh, hey, you're dead. Yeah. They were just we just moving shh, you're dead, and I was just like lay there, shot caught, and they did what they had to do, and they went. So yeah, it was all very cool, but um, but yeah, should have had a stag duty in, stag rotation in, but it's it's having the guys to do it. I mean, our, our where we were, we should have had three guys on to cover the yeah. angles that we had to cover, the arcs that we had to cover, um, and we wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been able to put it. I would have had one or two maybe. 
And by the time it would have I mean, even just out, one person, obviously, having a changeover, you know, yeah. that, that's going to make a difference, isn't it? Mm, mm. It's, it's, it is vital. It is vital. And it, that will be uh, worked on on the next event. Could absolutely worked on the next event. So, yeah, it's, a, it's shit when you get killed in your sleep. <laughs> I guess it, I mean, to be fair, if you get killed oh silently, not quite so bad. If you get, you know, say you get a rebellious op four, for example, that come in and then just start lobbing Mark fives around, that is a nasty way to wake up. Mm. That's not yeah. very pleasant. Um, and, you know, I mean, the other thing, yeah, it's just, to me, it's always that sense of security, isn't it? I mean, that's the whole point in Stag. You're providing security for your fob and your mates and your base. Um, and I think there was a comment. Yeah, there's a comment made by James. Uh, uh, I don't get why people hate it. Some of the best and funniest conversations I have have been on Stag. Um, mm. And same as Defiant, some of the funniest shit and best firefights happen on Stag. So, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things that it, it's not just a stand to and wait for the enemy to attack type thing. It, you know, you, you can have a bit of fun with it as well. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, buddy, you got, it means ideally you yeah. want two guys at least in each position. If you've got a a generic square shaped fob with a sanger in each corner. You're going to want two guys in each sort of tower, if you like, just purely just to break the monotony of just standing on your own for two and a half, three hours. Although, and like, then obviously off, it, off it don't take two of you to stand up there. So you can have one sitting down, getting a brew on, shutting his eyes for 20 minutes, half hour while the other guys up and swap over and stuff yeah. like that. You know, it can be made easy and made fun, you know, but sometimes when you're a bit sleep deprived, those conversations can go downhill and take Ooh, some left yeah, turns you can really be, quickly. Um, all sorts of tunnels. <laughs> and never ever want to be <laughs> no. alone with this person at night again yeah. after that one. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, okay, so we've identified that we need stag. Uh, you, you have a fob. You've rocked up. How do we organize stag? What, what's the kind of the process that we go through? So obviously we have an area that we're camping in. Definitely number dependent on how many guys you've got. Mm-hmm. You know, are you sort of a platoon size. You, you know, how many guys do you have? Do you, do you, have you got four full sections and you can allocate like one section to go on stag, um, whilst the other three are ones doing like their own patrol or who's on tasking or QRF or something like that. Um, so it all comes down to the numbers. Even Joe, <laughs> um, yeah, it all comes down to the numbers. I think for for implementing it and and what and how how structured you can make it. You know, if you're really short on the ground with guys, then you're going to have the minimum amount of people on on sort of stag compared to what you would have if you had like a full complement of people. You know. Oh yeah, definitely. Like if you've only got like four or five guys and you've got to look after a section that needs eight or ten of you, mm. you, you can't do it. So you you do have to kind of plan. You have to kind of bring yourself in a little bit so those five five or six guys can cover the area that you've been given and defend. yeah exactly it's, it's reducing that reducing their marks down bringing it in a bit tighter if you've got less guys especially if you're out and say if you're not in a structured harbour area like a proper like like with that's got like a hesco barrier walls and stuff like that and you've got like designated like sangers or towers or 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 or, or, or viewing platforms or whatever you want to call it if you're actually just like on your belt buckle in a forest area or wood block um, then you would you just have to bring the circle in, so so your guys that are on stag have got comms of each other. Whereas if you've got a, a greater amount of people, and like Terry said, there each section would be given an arc to cover of that. It's the triangle, isn't it? You know, you've had three sections. You'd have a triangle-shaped harbour area, so you'd have one section, two sections, three sections. Yeah. Come on, and that's be that would be their their stag area would be the points of those triangles. But obviously, you need 
30 blokes ish to do that hmm. i mean I, I, i'm utilizing um this is this isn't targeted to find but i'm utilizing them as an example because um they've just said you know we make the tls organize a stag roster so that players don't bitch at them um yeah. one the, the last the last event that um, <laughs> we did with defiant was um we had a lot of sections that were kind of very mixed numbers um so i think there was ours with sort of potentially sort of 12 players um there was others yeah, with five and the like um so we ended up treating the kind of the stag rotation being the whole team um which i think a lot of people found quite confusing and it it it, it didn't play out quite as well i don't think as the original intention but the idea was no. that there would always be eight people on stag at any one time so if um you know, say you've got a section of five, they would then be supplemented with three people from another section. Um, I think that became quite confusing for people that were then out on taskings um, and because of the timetable and stuff. I think that got a bit confusing. So it's something to sort of bear in mind, obviously, that if you've got 20 players in your team, um, whilst it's easy to go, right, your section do it between these times, yours do it the next times. If you've got sections of, say, Say you've got like a recon section, they're not going to be doing an eight-man stag if there's only three of them. Um, so you need to balance that out. Mm -hmm. um, so some other things I wanted to consider as well is obviously when you're kind of establishing your perimeter, uh, it's quite useful to identify your 12 o'clock. Um, so obviously if you're using uh, the clock methods for identifying um, points of contact or anything like that, it's quite handy if you go, right, that's 12. To our right is obviously three. Behind us is six. Well, left yep. is nine because um, that is a universal system that everyone in that camp then understands the number of Absolutely, times yeah. that um, you go to skirmishes and you're kind of um, like a defend the base type mission and you see skirmishes going oh there's, there's someone behind the tree over here or there's someone on my 12 or there's someone you know off, off to my left it's completely arbitrary reference points um so if you've got a, a, a or, or fixed references system, if there's if there's yeah. a, if there's, if there's, a out, if there's like a really sticking out feature um, you know, like a, like a massive fallen tree, or it could be like a oh, broken down building, or whatever. It could be a junction of a road. You know, you can use that as a reference marker, and, and everyone that everyone's aware of it, uh, as well as like the sort of like the clock ray method, or, or whatever you want to do, like your your twelve and six clocks. Yeah, or north, yeah. south, something like that. As long as you, you know, as long, long as, as everyone's aware of it, you know, methods. you could be red, blue, green, and yellow. You know, as yeah. long as everybody knows it, then you know. It's like, it's like it comes down to your spotting map, do you know what I mean? Like right, junctions of a road, you know, rather than trying to say the road junctions, you know, we just say red red one or red four or red six or whatever it could be. Yeah. You know, things like that. Just keep it simple and quick. Quick also turnaround on the, on the calls. Doing, doing stuff like that as well, like even if they do like hack your comms or anything, if you just start shouting out colours, they're not... Then they'll know. think you're mad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They could probably like if you if you've got a harbour area with like a main gate for example like we did at Defiant, yeah. everyone's going to use that at twelve o'clock. So if you start saying twelve o'clock and they've hacked your comms, it's not going to take a genius to work out that we're talking about the main gate. But if you start saying red or blue, they're going to be like, what, what are they chatting about? Mm. Mm. And basically, it comes down to sort of like distance, how many. And where they are, or where they are, the distance, and how many there are. <coughs> it was like your three. I'm guessing that's your sort of your three sort of key, key elements to sort of mm -hmm. like a call if you do get contacted, sort of thing. 
Nice I'm really nice sorry, by the way. I'm going to try and mute myself every time I cough, but sometimes right. I might miss them. <laughs> COVID um, can't be transferred through the screen, so we're all right. No, but it's still annoying <laughs> to listen to. Uh, oh, Adam man. says, Adam said, have one guy give bearings. He was 15 metres away and facing the other direction. Awesome. Brilliant. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I personally quite like using the, 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 the clock method just because for the most part, most people understand it. Um, yep. I've had a few people that don't, and you're sort of like, you know, I, yeah. you're definitely on three o'clock, not nine <laughs> o'clock. Those, those are the two most people get it's confused. You've changed about. position. You've been so used to staying staring yeah. to the twelve o'clock, and then you run to the, you're at the six, and you go, yeah, me at twelve six. Yeah, six. Or they look, or they look at their digital watch and go, no, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 12 o'clock is quarter past double three. O, double O, double O, double O, double O. Yeah. And also don't get, don't get silly with it and be like, oh, they're at quarter past three. Oh, yeah. what? what? <laughs> 12.45. They're at, at dusk. dusk. <laughs> Enemy at lunchtime. <laughs> yeah. Another facet I like. That's good I code, like... though. To be fair, we laugh, but it's good code. Yeah. You could you could yeah. you have breakfast, lunch, elevenses. Elevenses <laughs> <laughs> might not be quite the code you think it is. Afternoon yeah. you. Um, <laughs> one of the other things to consider as well is obviously use natural features for defence. Um, so the number of times that we've been to skirmish sites uh, that are sort of being doubled up as Milson venues, and we have rearranged the furniture, should we say, in terms of you know building better perimeters. Um, Ultimately, we, we put it back afterwards for the most part, but ultimately, um, <laughs> I mean, the, the best one I can think of was the Octo event over at Tottenham, where we had to go and defend it was like this little location right at the back of the site. And we spent a good half an hour relocating all the barrels. We made a proper 45 perimeter. Um, and then I think three enemy came up, realized they weren't going to be getting through, pulled back, and then we had to push out of that safe zone, um, which was entertaining. But yeah, it's always worth having a look around. I mean, like, again, using Defiant, I think there was a couple extra doors that were just barricaded in the end, obviously, to decrease mm. entrance points and the like. Um, so, you know, you, you've got the option sometimes to, to minimise how much uh, area you need to worry about in terms of entrances mm. and the like. Yeah, I've got and to yeah, Again, got people going out on patrol and stag as well. So, obviously, yeah. going out one way, coming in a different way, and then, you, obviously, you move on to your challenges and things like that. Um it's quite a lot to consider, you know. It's quite a lot to take on board. I mean, it'd be good to have a little, like a little bullet point. Maybe we could, something we could come up with, guys, as a little bullet point of a stag sort of things to remember, things to consider, yeah. sort of thing that we could put on the site as a little PDF. Especially challenges. Because... Challenges is a is yeah, because no one remembers one. them. Oh, no. oh, 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 oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. So that's <laughs> actually the next. That's the next thing I really want to cover. So. um if you're going to have a code system, make sure everyone uses it and is aware of it. Um, because again, the number of times that you kind of, you, you have a code system, it's in place um, and people come back from the toilet. So they go out of one, one part of your, your base, they go, you know, go off for a slash and then come back into a different doorway. And you're like, you know, okay, you, you give them the challenge and they're like, Oh, I don't know. It's like, okay, well I could shoot you now. No, 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 don't shoot me. I, uh... Technically I should shoot you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's something that we so, never did anyway. He was like, oh, I can't remember it yet. The fight there just makes me think of Johnny uh, Johnny 600. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, chaps, we had a, there's a guy on our team, John, he's a lovely, lovely lad. Uh, his nickname is Johnny 600 because uh, he got a bit excited at an Octo event. And um, we, were, we were in a little, uh, like a little pillbox. And 
got contact by the enemy. He's like, enemy, 600 yards. I was like, fucking what? 600 <laughs> yards? I was like, they're at the co-op, John. <laughs> he's like, uh, 60 meters. I said, that's more like it, mate. Yeah, come on. Come on. Bring, it, bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it in, bro. Bring it back down. Come on. Back down. Back down. Shh. Calm. calm. They were airsoft yards. <laughs> airsoft yards. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 600 airsoft yards is about Yeah, 600 yards. <laughs> so, um, in, in terms of code systems and the like, so there's obviously a variety of challenges that you can use. Um, call and repeat is quite a good one. Uh, or the kind of the sum method as well. Yeah. Um, so, for example, um, say the code was nine. Um, oh, my God, approached... I thought of nine. Did you think of nine as well? Oh, small I was going to say five and then four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to go with. So I'd, oh, my you know, God. As, as the defensive person, say say Lance was approaching, you challenge with five, and the response would be... Hello? Four. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was concentrating on my walk. Yeah, I know. I saw... Um, pistols. So that, that method obviously keeps the, the, the code number relatively secret um, mm. because obviously it, there's different numbers that you can use to make that challenge. So you could be like one and eight, seven and two. Well, yeah, Carol, that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the code number is 456. You've got, yeah. you've got two from the top row and one from the bottom. What are you coming up with? <laughs> yeah. Um, there's also a call and response for words as well. So obviously there's the classic flash thunder um, that was used, I believe, in the D-Day landings. Um, was, yeah. So the, yeah, there's, there's all sorts of different ways. You could have sounds. You could have like a, uh, someone makes a, what does the fox say? And then you come and goes, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> if you really wanted that, that would work. <laughs> a fox doesn't go, ooh, 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 ooh. No, but the song does. Um, I thought he goes, ring, ding, 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 ding. I thought he did that, the fox. I don't know. Um, Andy, what was the one you used at one of the events you were at? Must be a Canadian fox. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, I can't remember. Oh, was it oh, Teddy Bear? No, it was um, Cock and Wobble. <laughs> wobble so you shouted out Cock and they just shouted back Wobble. <laughs> wobble. <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, that's obviously uh, different ways of challenging. Um, I wanted to kind of just briefly cover as well some of the language that's used, uh, sort of specific things uh, when you're on stags. Obviously, we sort of covered stag duty, which nobody fully understands what it means, but it effectively means sort of stand and guard. Um, but terminology for when you have eyes on, um, would anybody like to cover eyes on? Eyes on as in like uh, for any patrol coming back in, or eyes on a uh, just just a, in terms of what it means general. as a as so a eyes on is getting a, yeah is basically I have I have visual um, I've got a visual uh, reference on a particular subject or target or a friendly patrol coming in or eyes on an enemy patrol or target. So that's just a, a, a way of saying I can see whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Eyes on enemy vehicle. Eyes on Mike's bum. Anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not to be used Absolutely or confused with contact. That that's this is the point I'm trying to make. So <laughs> yes. eyes on and contact are two very different things. Mm. Um, so Andy, would you like to give a definition of the contact? Oh. Would you mean from past experience? Because that could be anything from no, squirrel. No, no, no. Specifically, specifically. <laughs> when, when when you should actually say contact. Yeah. When you um, ev- well, you can either be taking direct fire or indirect fire, or you have enemies um, getting into a position 
ready to fire. Well, yeah. no, no, contact would be under fire, isn't it? It's, it's only when you're engaging in fire. Eyes on would be eyes on enemy setting eyes up. On something approaching dodgy squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it, mate. That's yeah. it. I, I, yeah. Eyes on would be the dodgy squirrel is approaching. Contact would be the squirrel opening fire with his nuts. And then, and then, and then, when do we use stand to? That's that's the last one. When you hear stand. a noise, when a light goes on, <laughs> yeah. uh, because the, bed. the, re- the, the reason I, I make these make these someone points quite the strenuously. Reason <laughs> <laughs> I make these points quite strenuously. So um, again, using defiant as my point of reference here, there was a lot of points where people were trying to get their head down. You know, obviously it's it's a long event. People need to get their sleep where they can. Um, you know, you're you're kind of working like through this timetable. Yeah, you're, you've got your timetable. Shut up! You've got your timetable of stag duty <laughs> um, to try and like make it available. So you know, you've got time for your taskings. You've got time to get your head down. You've got time to sort of sort yourself out, welfare, food wise, etc. And then you've also got your your stag duty. <laughs> Did I cover that? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, possibly. <laughs> um, but the point being is that if if you've got someone shouting contact every time they see the nearest movement or stand to um just for the sake of it you know it it yeah to find events stand to whenever mike starts to doze off um (laughs) that it's it's problematic it's problematic and let's let's be honest people got ratty because of that did they not you know it it was it was difficult um for people to get (laughs) but at one point i think someone showed (laughs) contact because jack um James came out the toilet, didn't he? Yeah, that was that was one. Yeah, but he did decide to go snap one off in the middle of a firefight. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, good one. We'll cover so, you now. <laughs> I just want to jump back. in. There's a couple of guys with obviously quite a bit of experience in the chat, and they're saying, if, well, I don't know about that. Look, uh, they were saying it's uh, contact is receiving fire. Now, is that indirect fire or direct fire? Because they could be shooting a squad down the right. That's uh, that's the, the whole side. whiz. A whiz and a pop, or a whiz and a snap. A whiz yeah. is a is a is a is um, a snap is direct fire or something, or a whiz is a close close call, yeah, or something like that. I don't so, know. Those, so with airsoft, they'll, they'll correct that, me. <laughs> yeah. So if there's a squad, say to your right, and a squad to your left, say the squad on the right started taking fire, would you also shout contact as well for them as they shout contact, or would you just sit there? I would say quiet and then personally. You'd go stand too. Yeah, I personally, I think if you start, if everyone in the base starts shouting contact, you you lose an element as to where you'd that be running around like headless chickens, wouldn't you? Exactly. Like, um, it was like Chris Berry's Chris Berry's magic machine oh, gun firing yeah. at us from inside the fort. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was a good contact shout. You shouted contact, and everyone was like. There's no one inside. <laughs> no. Yeah. I was like, well, there must be because we're getting shot at. <laughs> How can there not be someone here shooting us? Yeah. <laughs> Unless there's a magic gun. Oh, there's the magic gun. I can yeah. see it now. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, uh, personally, I would I would argue that it's it, unless you're being shot at, you don't shout contact. Mm. You might shout stand too, and that allows identification as to where that contact's coming from. Yes, but obviously you'd only shout stand too in a stag position. Uh, situation. Yes. Obviously, contact is used when you're patrolling. Contact. Oh, left, yeah. Contact right, contact front. <laughs> you don't shout stand to mid patrol. You just sit there crouching <laughs> down. Stand to! <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Silly. 
Oh, Mike's coughing again. Oh, you've set him off. Sorry. <laughs> we need a lozenger, um, something to soothe. I do, well, I've got, I've got a little something glass to coat of water, your throat. So. Um, but yeah, so that, that was something else that I just wanted to say. I think that's quite important. I mean, it's again, people shouting behind the tree and stuff like that. Obviously, it's important to get some of the terminology. Not mm. not 100% right, but at least I think there are differences and it, it means that people lose sleep and that could be quite fundamental to your team's morale. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it so, definitely makes sure you are 100% accurate in what you're saying or as accurate as you can be at the time before you mm -hmm. go and shout, stand to your contact because you'll have a lot of pissed off people if it turns out to be a squirrel, for example, or a badger, yes. a badger, a bather, a beaver, or even, or even a member of your own team coming back in that just hasn't been identified yet. Yeah, you know, but that, obviously, that, that and that's where your patrol, that's where your patrol reports need to be. You need to be joining on the spot, especially if you're on a gated entrance. You're covering like a side entrance to the fob, uh, and you've got patrols out there. You need to know when they're due back in, and that's something that your 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 obviously your zero would be telling you, or your your TO at least was that be mindful. You've got a patrol due back in. Um, and they're, that they're aware of the challenge and you're aware of their route that they're coming into your gate or whether they're going to the front gate or whatever. Mm. That's important. Mm. So a lot of the guys answered my question uh, about the uh, contact being effective fire. Um, I think Rage mentioned it. I think um, Defiant... I don't know who's talking on Defiant today. I think it might be James. Um, but there's a no, depends if depends if he's being sarcastic or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indirect fire does not mean it's not at you. Mm. Basically, that is true. They could be just uh, zeroing onto you. Yeah. Or they could, they could be, be dropping really the, just bags. lobbing them BBs from six hundred yards and just <laughs> yeah. dropping them, raining plastic down on you, <laughs> <Yeah>. motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, that's another one. Why Rage says that uh, if you're in a fob and have names for arcs of fire, then you would call out contact from that arc of fire. So, for yep. example, obviously, if you're right, yeah. at 12, you would say contact 12, for example. Yeah. Um, nice and easy. Like oh, it's James it's today. James Hi, James. Today. Hello, James. Welcome along today. <laughs> Hi, James. Um, so, yeah. Uh, well, I guess it's right. Okay. So, another aspect of stag. How to make stag interesting. So, you're tired. It's Naked. one o'clock in the morning. The enemy, for the most part, aren't really there. So, you are, you are just going to be guarding for, say, an hour, two hours of nothing. How but you're not you sure. Yourself... No, you're not sure. You're not sure. But how do you mm. keep yourself motivated in those periods of time? Masturbation. <laughs> Who said it? I didn't. I just did the hand signal. <laughs> he did the hand signal. I was going to say this oh, was playing I... dice. That's actually. Before you two filthy perms come up with that. <laughs> I was going to say, play some dice. Me and me and Rage, if we're on stage together, we listen to Atomic Kitten on my Sony Walkman. Yeah. <laughs> Most people, yeah. Well, and playing Terry, dice. Rage, Porn. Um, there you go. Rage Porn. Rage Porn. Whoa! <laughs> <Trunja>! <laughs> okay, other than Porn... What other option? Like, how do playing, you guys keep? And playing how dice. do you guys? And playing dice. How do you guys keep yourself <laughs> motivated? Um, I keep a BDI out for enemies and bad guys. Okay. Protecting my fellow men and women. I'm never bored because I'm never off duty. <laughs> yeah. Lance is asleep. He wakes. Much like Chuck Norris, I like to think of myself as. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan's got a good one. Most common stag convo for us is favourite motorway services and why. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, what a topic for conversation. We'll have to have that's going to be the first one in the next Q&A. That has got to be the first question. Yeah. We have. Yeah. 
cheeky bone wanks. Uh, Ray says, that's the name of my OnlyFans, Rage Porn. Lovely. <laughs> Rage Porn. Um, <laughs> Kenny says, brew up. That's a good one. Yeah. So meals, anything like that, you know, if you can get a, a, a nice sugary dessert, I find, if it's sort of early in the morning. Yeah. So keep like your, a tiramisu. Keep early in the morning. Yeah, a little tiramisu yeah. to start the, the Cheeky day little tiramisu, yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Rice pudding or like a um, the, the choco block or whatever. It's you know something a little bit sweet. Hot cup of bovril. If it's nighttime, hot yeah. cup of bovril or an oxo cube. And I, oh mate, you can't beat that. Who knows? Mm. Quite a good one. Yeah. Kaplunk. Buckaroo is a good one. Do you feel that if you're playing Uno, you're probably not being quite as diligent with your stack duty? I'd say uh, Buckaroo would be quite good. Or or the uh, <laughs> I'll tell you another good one. <laughs> Operation. <laughs> What on one of the sleeping guys behind you? <laughs> what did you say? Get out. <laughs> Where are they? And you just see this nose light up. <laughs> on <laughs> yeah. what you want to shout is that that little game with the wire where you've got to get the hoop around the wire and you just you, <laughs> yeah. you hit it, it goes buzz, and you shout contact. Oh, twister, twister, big twister. Yeah. twister in the sanger in the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Rage all twisted up up there, legs and arms. Oh, God. Chess. Just Chess would two be quite pairs, a good one. Two pairs of legs just sticking out of the top of it. Defiant <laughs> Events has got a good one that I was going to suggest, I which spy. is I Spy. Because um, yeah. obviously it helps you, you know, rather than sitting there playing Twister <laughs> or Buckaroo. But then, um, um, that shit, if you're the only one who's got nods or a thermal, and the other guys, <laughs> yeah. they're like, uh, I Spy might be something of F, which is yeah. fuck all. Because but you know, one, you, know, you, know, you know one little fucker's going to go, I spy with my little eye something beginning with E. <laughs> and they'll be like, uh... <laughs> two hours later, they go, enemy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. like... They've killed us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Shout stand um, to when you're bored on stag. <laughs> <laughs> I think that happened quite a bit at the uh, Defiant event. <laughs> They're just sitting there like, oh, it's um, two o'clock. Oh, no one said it for a while. Stand to! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Danny's got Danny's got another one, which is see how far you can spit. Um, <laughs> ideally, <laughs> ideally, <dehydrated>. away from. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, with, uh, it, with the uh, sweets into into people's sleeping bags, that's quite a good one. You're yeah. sitting there, and they're just behind you. You get your boiled sweets, and you just try and <laughs> see how many you can get. Oh, you can play a game of bo- have a game of bogeys. That'd be quite good. Bogies and conkers. Bogies. I'd just like to point out how annoyed you'd be, genuinely, if someone started playing bogies while you were at the scale. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Could you imagine, though, if you're, like, you're, all, you're all there, you're, you're like, you're set, and you've, got, you've just put your weapon up, you're down the sights, and then your mate's next to you goes, bogies. <laughs> and you've got, you can't not take part. If you don't take part, then you are an arsehole forever. You have to play bogies. You can't not play bogies. I'm sorry, but you've got to. I'm gonna okay. do that. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna play, play, play a game of bogeys. I'm play a game of bogeys. Rage. Yeah. Yeah. Just a bogeys. <clears throat> Everyone Bow be nice. Like, That's a good one. Bow pigeon shooting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Candle making. All right. To to bring this back in a little bit. That's <laughs> <laughs> like crochet uh, a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's winter. Beekeeping. Ryan, Ryan makes a good point, which is if you're there. <laughs> Ryan makes a good point. If you're there after last light, then there should be no light or flame. So obviously that's that's the important yeah, one that's... as well to consider. All right, so I that's, mean, that's the... operation out of the way then. Um, <laughs> yeah. Can't play that. Um, t- 
Twister in the Dark might be quite interesting. Twister with nods on would be entertaining to watch, to be fair. Because yeah, I don't yeah. know if all the colours would show up under the IR. 40 40. Go have a go for 40 40 or hide and seek. Yeah. British Bulldog. There you go. Job done. <laughs> um, yeah. Define. As much as I would cry laughing if people started playing bogeys, I'd definitely issue a bollocking first. <laughs> Could you imagine, though, if it's all quiet, though? Just literally every now and again it, over the comms, it's like uh, zero. This is uh, 013 Alpha. Yeah, yeah. Send you my server. Bogies. <laughs> yeah. He'd just be like, fuck's sake. Zero one three alpha, this is zero. Yeah, send you message. Bogies. Bogies. <laughs> He's gone, isn't it? <laughs> oh, fun. Coming to an event near you soon. Um, Bogies. <laughs> you want to do it to the enemy and write it on a bit of paper and give it to him. Oh, know, could you imagine that? that if you crept Ed, like silly gilly, challenge for him to creep up on an enemy player and go, bogeys. Yeah. <laughs> Just in his ear. <laughs> so, right, let's be serious now. Come on, we're being yes. silly. Stop um, Another, silly. sorry. Uh, another thing I wanted to cover as well is um, sort of artificial assets that you can use to aid your stag um, duty. So we've, we've kind of discussed thermal. Um, that's obviously used very effectively. Uh, from a fixed position, you know, you can just sweep across uh, your, your your panorama, your field of fire. Sorry, my throat's starting to go. Um, which, it can be very effective in terms of trying to identify someone sneaking up on you. I mean, I've said this before. I, I Personally, I think thermal kind of takes away an element of stealth from airsoft, mm. especially if you're in stag duty, because it is such a powerful tool. Um, obviously, night comms vision... cord's good. Little comms cord between... between uh... Like front and front, left and right, Sanger. If you wanted, to, if you wanted to maintain that quiet, if you had eyes on something, or perhaps you didn't have thermal, but you did get a bead on the noise or a possible bit of movement, and you've got a comms call between yourself and like the other Sanger that you know got thermal, give it a little tug on that, keep them alert, something like that. That's always good. I, especially if, I, I especially if didn't know whether to take you seriously. Then I genuinely no, thought up, you, you were going to be talking like the cups on a string. Like, no, 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 there's no, someone no, coming. Comms, actual comms cord, yeah. Um, yeah. I've got some. I actually bought some because it's non-perishable and it doesn't rot or anything. And I've actually used it for my new jungle knots on my MTP basher. It's a bit more small, a bit more lightweight, but it's still uber strong. So I've actually knocked up my um, jungle knots out of that. Just a little, mm. you know, especially if you're in a harbour area, woodland, you're all on belt buckles. You can just go a little. And it's like, oh, what's up? And then, yeah, yeah, turbo. It wasn't taking the piss at all. I was trying to, be, no, I was trying to bring it that's back. Fine. I can go back to board. No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. Something I wanted to mention is um, sort of uh, quite specific to uh, Legion, I found. Um, sorry, not Legion specifically, Longmore. Um, I just Mouse referenced track. that because I know Legion were at Longmore fairly recently. But if you're in the Sangers or sort of certain towers or whatever and you have lights, torches, anything like that, you really need to make sure that your light is outside that tower. Um, mm. If you're going to turn yeah, it on, you don't want to be the number of times that I've seen silhouettes or even just a direct glow where it's bouncing that light off of the internal wall of the Sanger. Um, or behind the ear roll. Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. Literally um, like that. Hey. <laughs> We're here. Um, but I mean, floodlights and things like that, Rage makes a point. You know, if you're um, at a fixed fob though and in airsoft where everyone has nods you want high power floods pointed out of your fob to take the advantage away from the nods users yeah um we, we, did, so that's, um, yeah. we did that at that event didn't we the white, our yeah. white light was, a, yep. was on point mate we set that what a, a meter in front of us so that's we, right yeah we were dug in in a sort of semicircle, weren't we 
And yeah. then we had the lights about a meter in front of us with the on switch at the very front um, barricade. So there was always somewhere with it. So if they did come in from that direction. Well, either firing position could get to that yeah. box, couldn't they, really? Basically, the fire So you could turn the lights into. on and that's it. You wouldn't, you'd still be in pitch black and they'd be absolutely lit up. And that's the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. For sure. For shizzles. Mm. Yeah, that was quite a good little harbour area we had there because we had like a quite a, it was quite a robust rear guard, if you like, of natural mm. vegetation, a ditch. Um, uh, the boundary dark. fence was about 10 metres back. Um, it was hard. It would have been hard work to flank around behind us without us hearing them for a good five minutes before they got there. So that we were quite safe in their knowledge mm-hmm. that they weren't coming. So we had to send basically a semicircle to our front, um, but twelve nine and three o'clock if you like to cover between us, which was which wasn't too bad. Cool. Yeah, I'm definitely going to make. I was, I was just coming points. up with an interesting question for the next Q and A, which is whether boundaries to the site ruin the game. Um, We'll cover that one at a later date. So there's other, there's other things that you can use as well. So obviously Beasley mines, things like that. Um, the trip mines, shotgun, uh, you know, the, the ones that fire the shotgun cartridge or primers, depending on which site you're at and what sort of you're allowed audio-wise. Um, there's some lights that you can get. Um, I know on Amazon, they've got like a PIR sensor, so you can actually mount them high up. So if anyone walks past... Well, yeah, they're, we've they're used like them this, before, haven't we? Yeah, there's like those, those typical like garage security lights. They're battery-powered. Um, oh yeah, so I bought one. It was called um, made by a company called Mr. Beams, which is actually actually really good. It takes, um, I think it's two or three D cell batteries. So I mean, they're probably a more modern one now. But I bought this a few years back, about three or four years ago, for that very reason. So when I walked into my garage, there's a light I come on for a couple of minutes, just get in the car or, or do whatever, um, and it it worked perfectly. You could take it to an event, put it up in a tree, sort of camouflage it a little bit. Um, obviously keeping that sensor free of any sort of uh, obstacle or, or, or debris or anything just so it, it activates rather than the wind blowing your camo across it or something like that actually someone has to activate it but on a junction of a road point or anything like that or just to give you that sort of that 30 seconds uh, advance warning that boom there's movement there lights just come on you know it's a wicket and it does startle people it will you know you're going through the middle of a wood at night time or down a track and all of a sudden pew, this light comes on they're like Whoa, fuck. you know good little ambush method as well yeah Mm. takes away their night vision that they've built up after the last five minutes exactly like, exactly their night vision. Yeah. They, they would have been walking around for what 10-15 minutes in the dark getting used to it and then all of a sudden boom it's white light that's mm. it your night mm. vision yeah I mean it's the equivalent almost of a of a landmine in airsoft almost isn't it in, in that mm. yep a lot of, I mean, uh, Kelly Rebels just says I want to make a gas-powered claymore. A lot of the kind of the mines and bits and pieces that um, you find in airsoft, a lot of people probably don't like burying them because obviously you've got to go and retrieve them afterwards. There aren't really any kind of um, single use. It's not like a Mark V, for example, where you don't, you strike your Mark V, you throw it, that's it. You're not really worried about it anymore. Mm. Um, you know, I know BFGs and things like that. Obviously, people are a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, it's the kit that gets left behind, and it you've got to go and retrieve and things like that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously, things like that with the lights and things like that, it, it just gives you a little advantage. Again, um, as you say, you take away the night vision if they're approaching. You you can just light them up straight away after that. It's it's less of a. Um, um, what should I say? It, it's it doesn't require you necessarily to be as on as on point as well in terms of keeping an eye out. You know, if you've got a whole arc set up with these lights, 
Yeah, exactly. You know, it, for it, it almost frees you up to look somewhere else, yeah. doesn't it? It, it, it? It's almost like a secondary set of eyes or just an indicator to go, oh, there we go. Then you can you can yeah. track back across to that arc there. If, you're, if you've got like, quite a wide arc, wide arc to cover between one or two of you. Setting them there's out other things the you can use, so like the rape alarms with a bit of string on. Yeah, um, perfect. Like fishing that. line. But if you do yeah. use fishing line, make sure you recover it. Don't leave it out in the woods. Don't leave don't leave nails oh, in that yeah. in trees. Make sure you recover it all. Yeah. Um, and get a, get a fishing on it's going to last you know a 20 pound breaking strain or even braid even fishing braids yeah, just as good sea fishing line yeah sea fishing line, line something like that yeah the fluorocarbon stuff's very good because it yeah. doesn't it doesn't uh, if you get fluorocarbon Stretch. it doesn't reflect uh, light either no so you won't get yeah, that sun, in, in, the, in the sunshine big stretch no yeah, you don't want a big stretchy one yeah make sure you get a strong fishing line 20 yeah, pound breaking strain stuff Good gear. Hmm. I mean, they're basically uh, alarms, the, the gate alarms, the 12 gauge ones, they're just brilliant. Yeah. And you can set oh, yeah. them as fine as you like. You can put it so, so you basically get a half washer or like, or like a circlet that goes in once you pull the pin up, put the half washer in and then release it under that tension. But you can put it like a 0.5 of a mil in. So the slightest knock on that line, it bang, off it goes. Yeah. Or you can put it all the way in so it will take a full stroke of the leg walking through the through the trip for, to set it off which is always good and that'll be a kill at that point as well so for sites obviously yeah, that's have a, kill, a, yeah. a, a standard but grenade rule and stuff one thing one tip with them if you do set a, a Beasley or Beasley alarm out uh, make sure that the trip line is is a maximum five meters out so don't put the the alarm set the alarm up on the tree and run a 20 meter line out because someone could trip it 15 meters away and go like well that's <laughs> I'm well outside all of those just trip your alarm so yeah. make sure it's five meters, and you can do two off of one alarm. So if you've got a tree with one alarm on it, you can do a trip five meter trip that way, five meter that way. You can do four on it if you wanted to, as long as it can get to that yeah. pull that pull that circle out, then you, you're covering all angles in. But it must be mm. five meters or within. So you know, do a four meter one, and then you're guaranteed that kill. Guaranteed it. Yeah, there and they are quite easy to hide about. I mean, I know some sites don't like them. Um, so obviously the ones with the shotgun primers and things. Obviously you need to make sure you're obviously complying with the the sites rules on pyro yeah uh, oh for sure yeah 100 sort of noise and stuff like that as well um so for example don't set a, um for a site that's got like a nighttime pyro restriction don't go and set you know a, a shotgun primer up in the day and then just forget about it for the rest of the day and then you know at two in the morning someone walks through it and then gets the site in trouble so yeah exactly yeah, for sure yeah yeah you yeah, must be mindful of the old um of the old noise uh the noise rules at some sites because they're near residential areas. They can be, so um, there will be a noise abatement <laughs> time. Adam Adam Latchford, if you want to be really ballsy, set up a tripwire attached to a flare launcher. Uh, I've flare seen launch. those yeah. before. They're cool, and yeah. I will tell you what is good is the flare launcher, the actual black spikes because it's um they're a handy little tool to keep your riff out of dirt. Oh, here we go again. Look, McAfee, sign up now. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, go away. Um, Defiant says, years ago I experimented with setting off high output chem lights with rat traps on tripwires. It's quite an interesting one. Oh, that's not bad, Joe. Of course, yeah, because you're breaking the um, the uh, yeah. vial inside the chem light. Yeah. I yeah, like that. I like that. Uh, Kenny Rebel says, I've seen some effective mines made out of plumbing stock rigged with a 9 volt battery and mini banger rigged to a pressure plate. I mean, even even those um, the doorbell alarms that you made, Lance, for the IEDs at that event we went to. You know, yeah, they if you've got perfectly. something that makes a, a some sort of signal, you know, you are gonna you are gonna have a slight advantage in terms of defending that arc. Mm. Um, Anything to give you that little bit of that little bit of time. That's what you. That's what you're. Yeah. That's what you're aiming for. Let's get that time, or get even even getting time. 
even a silent alarm that triggers back at where you are. You know, you know, you've got the Claymore clacker there, but even if you've got yeah. something to say, you've got like a panel there that's got five or six red lights on it. So if they do trip an alarm, it, right? So you think, right, trip, trip one's over there. We've got movement there. It's pitch black. You don't know where they are. You haven't got nods or thermal, but you know someone's just, or something's just tripped that alarm. So be extra mindful, extra careful of that direction. But it's like the hunting, um, hunting night cameras that you can get now. They, they mm. connect to your phone. Yeah, trail cameras, off, yeah. And they literally, they, they just pop up straight away. So you can have one, literally you can have like a laptop or uh, iPad or something back at base. And literally as soon as someone walks past it, it comes straight up on the screen and that's it. You know that they're there. Mm. Yeah, it's basically like a ring doorbell in the woods, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, uh, again, I don't want to make the whole of, uh, uh, podcast about Defiant because you know their their ego is big enough. But um, ah! <laughs> <laughs> one of the uh, would you were you guys ever on stag at the firing range when we were at the fob? No, because the firing range was yeah, probably one of the most exposed positions. Yes, um, it was. Yeah. In that you were you were outside mm. in the main base. There was two entrances coming through there. Um, whilst you've got, um, I can't remember which team it was, but whilst you've got like a, a team of guys that were camped in the, the shed or lean-to that was obviously right next to it, um, it, it was a very exposed position. And I know that was the one of the few times there that I felt genuinely kind of like, oh, I don't want to be, I, I want to get off this as quick as possible because I want to, you know, it, it, you are vulnerable, you know, at least you, when you're when you're behind a solid sort of wooden barrier, you know, you've got something you can duck down behind quickly if you need yeah. to. Someone yeah. can come and medic you. If you're out, you know, or even like a, a, a roaming patrol, because stag duty obviously doesn't just have to be a fixed fixed position. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so Mike is another fine mess you've done. <laughs> um, you don't have to see, have to have people in fixed positions on stag. You can have little roaming patrols um, that sort of follow the same path to obviously make sure you've got you know, you, you can cover a larger area. Um, but if you're outside of a fixed position, it can be a little bit more daunting. Um, yes, Terry. So, Yes, Terry, I agree. You said there are other, other uh, brands. <laughs> I'm wondering who Lance is messaging. Mind <laughs> <laughs> your own business. <laughs> um, so having having these little devices and stuff like that, I know yes, the firing Lance. range. Um, one of the yeah, <laughs> yes, having Lance, one of the firing <laughs> at the firing range. One of the teams had set up like a thermal imaging camera um, and sort of set up, so they had quite a good setup in terms of defence. But when that died, I know the the firing range felt quite open and exposed. Um, so having these sort of like little devices and stuff set up can obviously make you feel a lot more comfortable and and confident in in defending that position. Mm. That's what I wanted to say. And rightly so, mate. Absolutely. Um, for a CQB <laughs> environment uh, or anywhere that you're, for example, um, again, using uh, Longmore, uh, this is a product I've used before. Uh, so this is a wireless door handle alarm. So you can actually hang this on the inside of your door um, and it will detect someone touching the handle on the other side of the door. So it doesn't even have to move or open the door. It merely uses science um, to send an alarm um, through the door handle. Uh, probably some sort of like magnetic resonance waves physics. Flux, flux like capacitor. Flux capacitor, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's it. That's but it's quite a good little tool. So again, if you're, you know, if you're in a building where you've locked the doors, um, you know, or e even if you're on a gate or somewhere like that, you know, we we've had gates at Longmore which 
um, we've kind of cable tied the crap out of. But people obviously, with enough time, if they, you know, if no one's guarding that gate because you've got that full sense of security that it's been sealed up, you know, you can trip them through and, and cut cut those cable ties off. Um, yeah, I was talking about the posh houses, Rage. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the squalor um, that you sleep in, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not in my murder bag, Terry. No, it's in my it's in my stop intruders bag. <laughs> it's my anti murder bag. The bag that you got to counter the murder bag, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what colour is your anti murder bag? Murder. Uh, blue. Murder. Obviously. Blue. blue. Oh, okay. Why blue? Yeah, why oh, it makes sense. Oh, right. Yeah. Also, red versus blue. I don't know. It's made that one. Up. <laughs> you haven't got an anti-murder bag, have you, Mike? I don't have an anti-murder bag. <laughs> <laughs> Just have a house. Um, <laughs> a house of murder. Yeah. Uh, I think that was everything on my list. I wanted to specifically cover. I mean, have you guys got any sort of good stories of stag duty or sort of top tips or anything that we've kind of missed? Um, I'll open that to the chat as well. If anyone else wants to throw anything in. I'm sure Terrell and Rage must have some stories of why you why you're thinking. There was a couple of comments. So Ironside, mm. hey lads, this is first time catching the live stream. Thanks for all the advice for the warm weather skirmish I attended. Ah, yes, yes absolutely, Welcome. sir. Was that your first? Uh, is he still? I hope it went, is that I hope it went well. Skirmish? I don't know. I think it might have been his first warm weather one. Yeah. Yeah. Hope it went well, mate. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Ryan says on the soon, subject. Ryan said on the subject of stag, it depends. Oh. I've been to Legion events where you've pushed the enemy back so much you don't have a stag on the fob, just a forward line slash cordon. So yeah. that's another point as well. Yeah, push yeah. out, mate. Uh, defiance in the process of planning a hard routine up for the majority of the event, the harbour area will be broken down and Bergen's packed. Players will be patrolling and Bergen's will be cached. So no stag. Um, yes. Until night, when the stag will be introduced when the harbour area is then established again. So. Ooh, keep us posted, my fan. James is on board. Sorry, hang on. To find events once got laid on stags, story for a future get together. It wasn't me. No, that's. <laughs> yeah, that was. That, Did the yes. other person know? <laughs> yeah. Once got laid. <laughs> was it consensual? It must be something to do with the chicken. Once got laid on stag. It's not a riddle. I don't know why we keep repeating. <laughs> yeah. It's probably <laughs> quite a straightforward. Yeah. He got his end away. <laughs> Fair play, mate. Yeah, can't complain greens. about. Yourself doesn't <laughs> count, though. Greens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mrs. Palm and her five daughters. <laughs> <laughs> Adam says, depending on the stag, if you have people too spread out or you're stuck with a dick, it feels like eternity manifest. <laughs> yeah, I can stuck imagine that. Dick. <laughs> I'm not going with him. He's a dick. I'll go with someone else. Keeps keeps trying to lay me. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's who you got laid with, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan says during the day, ideally, you want one person in each position, and then a runner between the two. And night, each position needs two people. You vibe off each other and stay awake. Mm -hmm. Yep, for sure, yeah. mate. I said, yeah, one one standing up, uh, keeping eyes on, and then the other one just getting a brew on, bit of squaring a bit of admin away. You know, playing a mouse trap, something like that. <laughs> Chess. Oh, mousetrap's a good one, isn't yeah. Russian roulette, that'll be a good one as well. Um, <laughs> James says if you're in a unit, that, yeah. <laughs> James says if you're in a unit that small, I'd have one on stag, then minimise profile and maximise concealment. 
So that's another point. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, mate, they're both. Uh, oh, Terry says five guys, one hour and four hours off. Yep. Monopoly um, would be a good game. Monopoly. No, it'd be not between two of you. It'd be days, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Right. So Sell me this. It. No. Ray says you can't tell me you didn't have that one NCO that didn't make you bug out in the middle of the night for their own amusement. Well, I, I can tell you that I didn't have that because I I've I'm, never had any experience. I've never had that. Aside from the army cadets, <laughs> but not for yeah. Real, I admit, army cadets. We had one. We had one. Yeah, literally made. We filled his. Uh, we we actually we filled. He went to the. Uh, he went to the officers' mess one evening. When we was at summer camp. Evening, Charlie Gaines, sir. And then we filled mm-hmm. his uh, sleeping bag up with um, shaving cream. Five <laughs> cans of it, with Gillette shaving cream from the from the feet to the top. And then we got beasted for it. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it though. Such a, it was worth it because he's a fucking tit. <laughs> <laughs> and Lance. Your surprise guest is. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh. And here tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, oh, find oh. events as have a read up on duties of a century for a decent process on how to challenge and manage incoming patrols. Yeah. Is it on audiobooks? Might have to find that and see if we can get it on the website. Ooh. Uh, find also said stag games, you could always lose the game. Ah, oh, bastard. Yeah. Uh, Ryan wants to steal his mate's thermal ghillie to see if it can beat thermal cameras. Thermal ghillie? Oh. New book I'm listening to. Check oh. that one out. If you've not already. Awesome. The Longest awesome. Kill. Who's it by? It's by Sergeant Craig Harrison, read by Joe Jameson, the Sunday Times top 10 bestseller. The story of Maverick 41, one of the world's greatest snipers. British Army, nonetheless. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, <sir. laughs> yeah, highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. Um, Adam says an interesting technique is to get two powerful focused lights and spread them out by 20 to 50 meters and target at the same point. You illuminate the target and have friendlies attack from between where they're effectively invisible. Oh. Yeah, it's a good shout. So yeah. light out on each flank, sort of aiming sort of across your, across your front there. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I like that. Nice, nice. We'll cool. Um, well, you got every stag bag. We never mentioned stag bags. So that's your little bag of stag treats yes. and treasures. Oh, yes. That's a, you got to have a few sweeties, a few nice to haves in there. Always good. Always good. Cafe. See, I always have those on my kit anyway. So, it, uh, I don't yeah, but I mean, if you've like got a, if like you've a got day, small... day pack or something like that, I'd yeah, just grab even, that. Even if you, because um, obviously, if you're in the fob and that, you haven't essentially, well, I suppose you would have your belt kit and that on, but maybe, maybe the area you're in, if it's well protected and that, you wouldn't require having to. Perhaps don your plate carrier, for example, and you could have like mm. a little day sack there. It's got your brew kit in there and a few, uh, you know, I don't know, like a, like a nice tiger loaf or something and a block of cheese. Glass of red. A block oh, of cheese. Lovely. Yeah. Beautiful. Were you talking about the big block or? Like... Yeah, huge block. Huge <laughs> wheel of Stilton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, your, with your tester. With me more a knife, just <laughs> yeah. some slabs of it off. Oh. I'm seeing all oh, sorts of shit now. It's good. <laughs> I can't do any. I can't do anything tomorrow because I've got I've got gout in me. I've got gout <laughs> again. <in> legs. <laughs> That's another way of staying awake on stag. Yeah, get gout yeah. <laughs> in the toe. Yeah. That'll keep you up all night. <laughs> um, uh, one thing that I got taught or told um, was, uh, especially for the US uh, ration packs, you get the um, uh, what's the red. What's the red flavour? So hang on, let, let Andy that? finish his thing. <laughs> sorry, you finish Andy. your thing and then we'll bring no, it out. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you know the red chewing gums that you get in them? Um, they're like a, a absinthe sort of flavour. 
Uh, oh, the cinnamon ones. Cinnamon ones. Well, a fisherman's friend. Yeah, don't chew them. Put them under your tongue. And uh, it just gives you a little bit of pain to keep you awake. <laughs> I was like, like all right, yeah, all right, fine. I tried it. Yeah. It, it sleep, hurts. Sleep and you end up getting a load of, Yeah, you end up getting a load of like, blisters and warts underneath your tongue. You're like, ah, nah, I ain't doing that again. Oh, Keep me awake, well, like... though. <laughs> if you can't stay awake, just chew on a razor blade. Just done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Rage said, an alternative to Stag is having a player roleplay as a homeless person. <laughs> what? <laughs> is that I what don't, you two were laughing at? I, I don't <laughs> understand. Oh, yeah, I read that while she was talking. I was like, what? <laughs> right. Rage, you've it's met us, haven't you? Thing. We all look like homeless people. <laughs> Toxic waste, yes, mate. Toxic waste for sweets, yeah. Another successful episode done. Candy apple. It's always a good stag do, stag, stag do, stag duty treat. What like the apples that you get? Like a whole candy apple. Straight out of the utility pouch. So next week we're going to be talking about support weapons, which have been interesting ones. So covering things from LMGs to mortars to kind of that plethora of, of uh, support um, if you want to get in touch with us in the meantime you can do so on email <laughs> nofochat at hotmail.com Instagram is at November underscore foxtrot underscore nofo or our website of novemberfoxtrot.co.uk um, for those that are still listening because I know the numbers have dropped off quite substantially <laughs> since we started talking bollocks towards the end um, oh, please, oh, please, 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 please please share our competition um, yes. not for the benefit of um, sharing us it's merely just so that we can obviously get as much money raised for the RBLI as possible um, it's it's one of the few times we will ask you to actively try and share our content um, mm-hmm. we just want to try and raise at the moment we've got a target of £500 that we're trying to achieve um, throughout this evening I want to say thank you to a couple of people and um, we've actually had two donations one of 40 and one of 20 so oh. thank you ever so much um, it's really appreciated so we're thank already up to £100 um, if we if we could beat our five hundred pound target, that would be even better. Um, we do have a lot more prizes coming online um, as as and when we receive them. So there's a few companies that we haven't reached out to yet that we will be, we'll be doing. So there are lots of exciting things to to win. Um, again, if anyone wants to get in touch or talk to us, or if you've got any problems with the competition, you can obviously do so on our socials below or chat to us directly. Um, other than that, plate carrier competition that's obviously running at the moment as well. Yes, uh, get involved. That's for the Conos. It is. I've still, I've still yeah, got the it. Conos got it. There it is. <laughs> Beautiful. There it is. Still keep it to hand. I don't have anything to hand to show off. So. Uh, plus your free hug from me. Yeah, you get a handy from Flandy. Um, <laughs> a Flandy handy. Yes. So yeah, please. Ray says, please share the raffle to raise money for the RBLI. Yeah. Um, they do a lot of. They do a lot of awesome stuff. Um, and you know, the more we can raise for them, the better. Yeah, we don't so, even care definitely. if you don't listen anymore. Just no, we do give care. Some money to no, I care. care. I care about the listeners. <laughs> um, okay. Obviously, listeners. just a reminder: our hundredth episode is coming up as well. Uh, we are currently on episode eighty-seven, so there's not many to go. Ooh, so it should be very exciting. Um, I know we're excited. So even though we haven't organised anything for it yet. <laughs> oh, I've organised some stuff. I've got some bits and pieces as a surprise. Maybe, um, maybe, maybe me and Andy have as well. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we've all. It's not all about you, Mike. Come yeah. on. No, I'm just saying I have. No. Andy said that we haven't organised anything. 
Say goodbye, guys. <laughs> oh, what are we going? Oh, we are, we're going. Bye then. Yeah, guys. we'll be back next week, eight o'clock um, on Wednesday, talking about support weapons. In the meantime, yeah. have an excellent week. Yeah. yeah. Would you guys like to? You feel free or free to say goodbye, guys. Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. Stay nine five. Ciao. 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 Was it prison? A plethora. A plethora. <laughs> 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 <laughs>